Welcome to Miss Poppins, The Art of Parenting, podcast dedicated to creating supportive community for new parents. I'm your host, Nikki Rishi, and today we have a special episode focusing on child sleep management during the holiday season. We have our postpartum wellness coach and pediatric sleep consultant, Sarah Morse, with over 25 years of experience working with newborns, infants, and toddlers. Sarah's career journey began in daycare and evolved into becoming a nanny for over a decade. Let's dive into our conversations with Sarah to learn more about her remarkable journey and dedication to helping parents. Welcome, Sarah. So good to have you on our podcast again. Yes, thanks for having me. All right, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the holiday season, nap time, and all of the wonderful things associated with a scheduled sleep routine. Um, Why is nap time often disrupted or missed during the holiday season, and what impact can this have on children? Sure. So a lot of times during the holiday season, a lot of parents are traveling, they have family visiting, Um, We have a lot of parties and gatherings, so of course we have a lot of fun festivities going on. Um, But when it comes to our baby's sleep and our toddler's sleep, we want to really prioritize um, the fact that they still need that sleep. Um, A lot of times for babies, when they don't get that sleep, they experience a lot of overtiredness, which can in fact turn into a lot of excessive crying, um, clinginess, wanting to be held. So this is a lot of times very difficult for a lot of parents to face, especially when they're trying to have fun around family and friends. Um, and of course, for our toddlers, they become a little overstimulated. They experience some meltdowns. It's really hard for toddlers to express their emotions to begin with. So when they're overtired and they don't have the proper amount of sleep that they need, um, of course, they experience a lot of these frustrations. Absolutely. I I always continue to discuss with my husband about how important it is. He's like, no, let them just go with the flow. And I think that overstimulation impacts um, you adversely if nap time is missed rather than trying to go with the flow. So 100%, you know, there should be strategies in place uh, where parents can protect and prioritize their child's nap time during the holidays um, rather than us trying to go with the flow, quote unquote. So what are some of those strategies that you can perhaps point out to parents during the season? Sure. So first and foremost, making sure that your child is well rested before traveling or going to a party or event is definitely very helpful. Um, Aside from that, if perhaps a family function is happening during your child's nap time, I would suggest bringing all of the props for sleep to whatever party you're attending. That includes bringing, you know, a pack and play, a sound machine, perhaps some window shades to help make the room nice and dark because of course they're not gonna be familiar with the space. So just making the space more comfortable for them, bringing their sleep sack, and perhaps maybe one of those portable pods um, to help them make nice, feel nice and secure mm-hmm. in their sleep space. Um, I would highly advise doing that. Of course, too, we can utilize contact naps. It's an excellent way to make sure baby still gets plenty of sleep and it gives mom that extra snuggle time. Um, it's a great way to utilize that comfort during that time. 
And of course, we can go for a nice walk outside, maybe with family and friends if the weather permits, and utilize some nap time during that time. And of course, car naps. It's a great way to make sure that baby or toddler gets their sleep right before arriving to the party. And even if the nap is cut short, they're still getting a little bit of sleep, which will help alleviate that that overtiredness. I know for some of the parties, our friends use so many different tactics. Um, they actually sit in the car while the child is napping until the nap is over. Um, one of our friends even had pushed the nap time. I don't know if this tactic was um, helpful or not, but they had tried to push the kids to play a little bit longer so they could be tired, nap longer, and then go to the party after which actually backfired. So I think there are tactics that work and there are yeah. tactics that don't. So it's always about striking a balance. And how do you strike a balance between sticking to your child's nap schedule versus being um, flexible enough, I guess, to uh, enjoy the holiday festivities? Right. So it's really important to just continue to watch your baby's sleepy cues and put them down for sleep accordingly. That in itself helps alleviate that overstimulation and that overtiredness. So just kind of watching them throughout the day, making sure you put them down if you see that they're starting to get tired. That's super helpful. You can also plan on a later bedtime or an earlier bedtime based on your schedule's needs. You can allow for a car nap, a stroller nap, or a contact nap again as necessary. We also wanna make sure that wake time is active time for babies and toddlers. Too much sitting around um, does not allow them to get that energy out. And that's really important in making sure that they are able to release that energy during the day. Um, because of course that will lead to a really good night's sleep and great nap times. And then of course, when you're able to stick to your child's schedule the best that you can, um, but allow for flexibility as necessary. Perhaps baby goes down for a nap around 11 and you can't quite make that happen. It's okay to move the nap to 11.30. Just making sure that your baby still gets the appropriate amount of sleep to avoid them getting overtired is really helpful. I think once you get into the overtired or overstimulated phase, it's almost that they don't want to sleep, right? It backfires on, on you 100%. Yeah. And so trying to avoid to get into that territory uh, while being flexible, I mean, it is a, it is a hard balance to strike. It, Remind, it, <laughs> it reminds me of jet lag, reminds me of daylight saving, so many different strategies that parents have to think through um, here and there, not just the holiday season. Uh, you know, how do you transition children's schedules? Um, so similarly, as we get into January, the holiday season's over and transitions start to take place. Um, what can parents do to help children transition back to their regular routines? So a lot of times I recommend to my clients just adjusting schedules by 15 minutes. 15 minutes yeah. is very easy to work with. And a lot of times 15 minutes will not get the child to the point where they're extremely overtired. So just making those small modifications little by little is extremely helpful in adjusting your child's schedule. I would also recommend when the holidays are over, just jumping right back into that consistent schedule, watching for those sleepy cues, abiding by those recommended wake windows for babies and toddlers. These are all resources that we could utilize to help us make sure that our, our babies get the proper amount of sleep. You know, there's also this transition window that parents go through during toddlerhood where they are transitioning from 
one nap to no nap. And that can be particularly a long transition or a difficult transition, especially if it's happening during the holiday season, like it is happening with my twins at the moment. <laughs> and so um, is there a concept of quiet time? How do you transition into that? Um, you know, how many hours of sleep on average should parents watch out as they're trying to transition kids away from nap during the holiday season? Kind of what would be the piece of advice for parents with toddlers around three or four years of age that are actually dropping it um, as we speak? Yes. So I would definitely recommend some quiet time, maybe sitting with a book, utilizing some puzzle play, just very simple play that's not too overstimulating, but still allows your toddler to relax and enjoy some quiet time. I also recommend on average 10 to 12 hours of overnight sleep for toddlers. So mm -hmm. if perhaps you're in the process of transitioning out of that nap and they're really getting tired during the day, even utilizing 30 minutes is really helpful. It just helps them get over the hump and then still allows them to get that 10 to 12 hours of overnight sleep. Is quiet time concept that they have to be quiet particularly or can they be talking and interacting and doing their activities or is it purely the nomenclature quiet? They, they should be doing activities as long as they're quiet. So, of course, for toddlers, it's hard for them to be quiet sometimes. And this mm -hmm. is completely normal and understandable and all part of their development. I would say just a quiet activity is completely fine. Whenever I have clients that are transitioning into that no nap period, I always just recommend downtime. So utilizing some books, puzzle play, like I said, maybe coloring, just something quiet for them to do. <laughs> Of course, if they feel the need to speak out loud, that's okay too. Um, but just trying to reinforce that it's important for us to rest our bodies. It's important for us to give our minds a break and just utilizing that downtime. Absolutely. And any key takeaways um, that we haven't talked about today as we think through the nap time schedule in general during the holiday season, transitions or anything else do you want to leave our audience with today? Yes, of course. So I tell all of my clients that flexibility is key. We all have to be able to live our lives, to have fun, to engage in travel and visiting family and going to parties and partaking in the festivities. But the main idea is for you to be flexible and modify your schedule accordingly so that you can participate in these activities and make memories with your babies. That is so true. Um, you know, it's they they say years are short, but days are long <laughs> and and yes. enjoy the moment, live in the moment. Um, you know, this is not forever. Thank exactly. you so much for giving us the tips and the pointers for this holiday season. Um, so good to have you, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. As we wrap up this special episode of Miss Poppins, The Art of Parenting, we want to express our heartfelt gratitude to Sarah, our incredible sleep coach. And to our listeners, we hope you found today's discussion on naptime nirvana, surviving the holiday season with well-rested kids, both informative and inspiring. Remember that your child's well-being is paramount, especially during the holiday season. We encourage you to put into practice the strategies and advice shared by Sarah Morse. And if you need further guidance, don't hesitate to download Miss Poppins app, where you can connect with our team of experts, including postpartum, sleep, lactation, and many more coaches, all dedicated to helping you master the art of parenting. 
I'm your host, Nikki Rishi, signing off. Thank you.